Welcome back to the Tribute Games Podcast. The Tribute Games Podcast is a uh, podcast that uh, tells you uh, how how the sausage is made in uh, uh, independent video games in Montreal. We are almost all of Tribute Games. You are listening to uh, Yannick Benzil, who I am a community manager and a writer for Tribute Games. And at my left... I forgot how to do this. <laughs> I'm uh, Dom2D, I'm a game designer. Uh, Justin Sear, animation and game design. And next to me is... Stefan, artist. That's, right. That's all I do. Yeah, how, yeah. how you doing, Steph? Good, good, good. Yeah. good. How, you, how, you, how you doing, Justin? I've got summer allergies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, so if there's sniffles, you know what? We don't say the real truth about uh, climatic uh, heating up of the planet. It makes the allergy season go even longer. So if you yeah. are li- hearing that, that's what it is. Guys, we are here today because it's been a bit more than a week that Curses and Chaos uh, has been out. Woo! It's our new game. Uh, you are probably aware of it if you are listening to this. For, if you've been listening to this, if you're not, uh, it's a single screen arcade smasher. It's really fun. It's on PS4, Vita, and Steam. I hear it's pretty good. It's pretty good once you figure out those those uh, controls, and it's so hard. But it's so <laughs> good. Uh, and I those, the, all those hidden moves. Yeah, all like those. like the I hear there's a double jump. Double jump. Legend Uppercut. of a double jump. Yeah. <laughs> Uppercut. Mm. Uppercut. Yeah, yeah. There's a run. There's a run. You hold. Wow. One of the shoulders. Can you punch as you run? Yeah. Is it stronger than a normal Makes punch? Makes more damage. Nice. Yes. Mm. It's really funny though because it's our new game, mm-hmm. but I've been off of it for so long now. That it feels like it's a really old thing. Yeah. <laughs> but it just came out. <laughs> it just came out, but for us, it's, it's, it's in the past. It's so far back, but we, we still uh, love it. I thought we could talk about uh, just having released the game and um, the reception and how we feel about it and stuff like that. Like, uh, and first, I would ask uh, Justin, because it is uh, partly your child. Yes. Your, your, your pixelated child. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering like how you feel about it now that it's out into the world, it's on its... You've put it on the bus and it's going to its first day right. of school. Exactly. And uh, Mario Maker is bullying it in class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's already calling back home uh, with stories of uh, first days of school. Yeah. No, it's uh, it wasn't the right bus and it never got to school. <laughs> <laughs> Someone stole its lunch money. No, I mean it's still a good feeling to have finished something. Overall, that still trumps all. Is just the satisfaction of having finished something. It's still pretty amazing. Yeah. I think the distance is always still a bit weird. Like, again, you mentioned it's been so long that, you know, most of us have even really done anything concrete in the game. Yeah. So it, it feels weird to have been off it for so long. And can, can you explain why there's such a delay to people that are not... Well, there's know? definitely the submission process. Like, that's always um, a, a sort of a kicker. And I think also is that you tend to ramp down... As, as the production ends too, like, uh, you, you work like crazy, but then at the end you're just tying up loose ends and it doesn't really feel like a lot of work. You're right. just like, uh, you know, just doing a lot of small things. So, yeah, that I think in part explains why there's such a long distance. And then even when you go in the process of submission, they have to find you like a, a release date window. Yeah. And, uh, Shane Bethenhausen, shout out to Shane. He was really good in finding one for us. But even on the day that we released, I think there was Adventures of Pip and Volume. Yeah. Which were, you know, some pretty, uh, it's a big competition. Yeah. Exactly. The day, the day after was the beta for Call of Duty yeah, something, something. Exactly. So like even in finding like a good window, it's still flooded. And I think that goes hand in hand with uh, part of the reception of the game is 
you're just in a very, 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 very crowded market right now. Yeah. That's something we can say about, or that's been around the office, and as we were like having sushi yesterday, we were talking about, um, the game doesn't seem to have that much, the, 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 the reviews are not pouring out, and partly that's uh, because the, the game is not all in, all in all the territories, and because, because of the uh, submission, we could not get, get uh, codes earlier, mm -hmm. so we can't send the early codes to uh, viewers and the media and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. I, I think it's symptomatic of something way bigger in the media. Like, they don't have time to cover the smaller games, and Crisis and Chaos is like a small $10 game, and it's really worth the $10, mm -hmm. but they're so busy covering like the big Metal Gear Solids and the, the other, even the $20 games are get more coverage than a $10 game these days. It's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's weird. The few reviews we're getting though are pretty good. Yeah, we're getting what's what was the best one you got? Eight point five. Eight point five. That's really good. A few eight point something. Destructoid like, was. I feel yeah. it's all between eight point five and seven so far. The most of them. So yeah. that's that's really encouraging. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, I think, it, and it's odd too because we're really I think even just one review away from getting our our Metacritic score. Yeah. And if we get anything that's above like a seven, it's got an eight average, yeah. which would actually make it maybe our best reviewed game. Yeah. So I think it's not about the quality of the game, right? It's about the size of the game. Yeah, and I mean, it it, it did have you know quite the journey. I mean, it it had been in production for mm -hmm. you know longer than we expected, which is something else that goes. With it would have been tribute's second game. It would have been. It actually was so. scheduled to be and. You know, that was always meant to be a smaller game and right. all the stuff we've talked about in previous podcasts, having just, you know, padded a, a, a smaller game, you know, helped contribute to all these reasons why it maybe didn't get as much traction as we had hoped. Yeah, because it's been to two, uh, two Paxes Easts. Right. Paxes Easts. Paxes Easties. So maybe the fact that it was there twice, maybe uh, that much surprise or attraction even then. Yeah. I mean, it was nice the second time because it was such an overhaul for the graphics, mm -hmm. and that did get some buzz. But I think having put such a, a still a smaller package on such a high pedestal might have even created some confusion for people, yeah. where they they're like, "Wow, this is you know really cool." But you know, even for us, I think having literally hauled those big ass arcades, mm -hmm. we all got that feeling of like, "Man, yeah. this is a lot of work for this." So, <laughs> but I mean, I know regrets in, with in that. Our, in our defense, we. Kind of did that game only with only four people. Yeah, so, pretty much. Also true. And it's the smallest production game ending credits I've ever <laughs> seen. I think. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's super short, point. right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think it really served its purpose for what it was. It was a small game that was mm -hmm. meant to sort of like fill the gap in between. Yeah. And it's again, it is getting good reviews and stuff. But I think in just this crowded market, like someone else brought up this fact just in Montreal alone, talking about you know a Montreal centric in a podcast. When we started some four years ago, there was something like 30 uh, companies, game companies in Montreal, and that includes like Is it small. Indies or I think all things considered, yeah. like you know, there's there's like the big ones like IDOS and um, uh, UB something, UB something <laughs> or other, yeah, EA. Yeah, we do have our big ones, but even like the smaller ones, and it's not to say they're they're less important. I mean, you know, some really good mobile games come from like small man, two man parties, but 30 from four years ago. Fast forward uh, four years now, we're like 130. No, excuse me, it was 40 before and 130 now, so it's right. more than tripled in four years, and that's just in Montreal. Yeah, that's crazy. So, I mean, and, and other things that contribute is, like, you look at Steam. To compare two similar games, Wizard being a smaller game, our first game, it had the, the advantage of having been on, like, the Steam front page, which boosts your sales, like, through the roof. Yeah. Just for, being, for, like, almost a week. Almost a week, yeah. Wow. 
even if you're on just for a few hours of a day, like now that's that's like a blessing. Yeah. yeah. And now with curses, we were we we were like a blip on the front <laughs> yeah. page yeah. for like a couple of minutes, and then it just just shut down. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's just that much more stuff, and that's partly due to the fact that like they really let the floodgates open with Steam. Mm -hmm. Like when we first got it onto Steam, we really had to fight for that. Yeah. And even other companies still have to fight, but it's not as much of a struggle. It's there's just massive volume of games. Yeah, yeah. I remember when Mercenary Kings uh, came out. I remember the day it came out on Steam and uh, sitting down at the beginning of the day, uh, Jeff and I, just looking at it, at, at showcased on the front page of Steam and we like opened a beer <laughs> early in the morning we're like, yeah, this is great. This is a moment. This is selling a game. Mm. Now, we will have time to uh, drink a shooter as it shows <laughs> yeah. up on the page and it immediately disappears. Yeah. We also had problems on PS4. Yeah. Like Steam. Download problems. We, we, we didn't almost have any visibility on Steam because of the amount of games that get released, but on PS4 there were also problems, like visibility problems. The mm -hmm. game wasn't... You couldn't find it yeah. in, the, in the... Just searching for it, it was really complicated, so... Yeah, and if you kind of a, and if you don't get a good first run, it kind of kills it because it push, yeah, pushes exactly. it down and yeah. Yeah. so a pretty uh, wobbly release. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I mean I'm not giving up hope on bigger sales because there still might be more coverage. Like the I think the news outlets are like pretty busy on other games and they're pretty slow these days. They don't like release a video the day it. Of, of release. Yeah. Like I just saw on Polygon uh, a video about, uh, no, on IGN a video about I Am Bread, which came out like three months ago. And, and IGN loves covering bread. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, but they also did a video when the game came out of Curses, mm -hmm. which was a short video of like them just taking the game and opening up on a video. Yeah. But that's not like a, that's not super great coverage. Like I'm hoping for a full quick look from Giant Bomb or yeah. an, an overview from Polygon. These will bring people in, I think. Yeah. And I think even JF mentioned at some point it's likely to show up in a bundle, which is you know, oh, yeah. a bunch of games. Or just sales or... And here's something else that, to put it into perspective. Like, uh, even though, again, Wizorb, a, a similar product, also had sort of a, you know, kind of a rocky go. Um, when I had asked John about, like, sales without giving out any figures, it still brought in, like, a monthly revenue, yeah. even, like, three, four years later. Mm -hmm. So these things do have a long tail. Like, yeah. I've, I've, I've read a lot of people saying, like, you know, oh, I'll just wait till it's on sale. Yeah. And then they'll pick it up, so... Uh, yeah, it's not on a physical shelf where right. it will disappear yeah. eventually. So it's, well, now it's not even really on an electronic shelf because it's not on pages, but it still exists and you can yeah. still get it. Right. So, and, yeah. and I think, so get it! <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all, it's all safe to say that we're, we're not worried about the game. It means it's going to do well and it's going to do okay and it's mm -hmm. going to pay for itself for sure. So it's, it should be fine. But yeah, go buy the game. Yeah, totally. All of you, all of you, just to be sure. <laughs> just, yeah, just, just make sure or buy it on another format, please. Just and talk about it. Yeah, yeah talk about it. Tell your friends. I've tell, tell your friend how hard it is. But how good you got yeah. as a master to control. Tell them there's a double jump in a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'll put you on the right track for how sure. How do you feel about that? People saying that a game is hard. Like, is it a badge of pride, or are you like, it's not that hard? Come on, or how do you feel about that uh, criticism? I actually kind of. In a, in a sort of, um, I don't even know what you'd say, sinister way, I kind of revel in it because it was always meant to be hard. Uh, I don't like seeing people suffer through it, like, but I think when you read comments where people are like, ah, this game is, you know, driving me crazy, but I'm not giving up. 
That was, yeah, that's always kind of the, the feeling that was meant to be. Like it was always meant to be a hard game because it was a short game. Mm -hmm. So I like seeing that sort of right frustration, that same demon souls, dark souls of like, ah, this is crazy. I just want to keep playing. That's always the intention. But I think when people have that, no, this sucks. And like, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I think it might, it might hit too soon in the game because some people get stuck in the second level a whole lot. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, otherwise it's pretty cool that people are struggling and having yeah. a, a challenge with the game. And at the second level, you're almost close to halfway, too. So it's like, it really is only a two-hour affair at... Uh, at second the, level, you're not halfway. Well, the last levels are pretty tough. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's there's five, like... Oh, you mean like the second forest level? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that, it does kind of ramp up soon. But uh, don't give up, people. It's doable. I've seen some pretty good uh, playthroughs, too. So Yeah, but yeah, we've been seeing a lot of streams and uh, that, That's maybe an interesting point to make. Like, at first, there were supposed to be only... It was considered only five levels. Yeah. But each level would have two different environments. So two... So And then there would be like a mid-bus after the first uh, first environment mm-hmm. and then final bus of that level in the second environment and and that kind of uh, faded away with yeah. time and it became just like 10, 10 levels, levels yeah, exactly. on their own it still kind of shows a bit in the difficulty maybe of, yeah. the, of the level the, so peak, every, the first peak is at the end of the second level yeah, every, uh, yeah. every two level you get like a, a, a easier a easier bus yeah. and then the one after is a bit harder yeah yeah <laughs> I think the the weird thing, too, is, like, in this day, most people expect more even after a game's released. So it kind of goes with that. And I've heard this mentioned before where, like, games start to become more of a service than a product. Like, the day of, like, having this, you know... Uh, self-contained thing that you can just put out uh, in the world. And, and you I can have that too. Yeah, I don't think it's mandatory. I think it's just two ways of developing games these days. Yeah. But I think it's valid to just release one solid game by itself. Yeah. I, and I, and I, that's the thing. I like, I still haven't given up on that idea. I still like that personally. Mm-hmm. I like things that have a beginning, middle, and end. But you do see people that kind of like expect more. And it's kind of like, ah, really? That's too bad. But I, 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 I share the sentiment. I really think that there's still uh, a place for like a even like a single player experience, like a self-contained thing. Yeah. Because you know, again, that's all stuff we grew up on. It's it's proven itself, and uh, I think I think there's still something for it. Yeah. Maybe it's just like a like a trend kind of thing, like with the early access and Kickstarter, and it's like if we get if we get that, we'll give you this. Mm. I guess I guess if the game became like extremely popular, we would have been motivated to add more levels and. Yeah, uh, maybe at some point, but even then, why not just make another game or a sequel? Or yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, um, and there was consideration for having DLC and stuff too, but then it's just like, yeah, you gotta finish this. Like that's the weird feeling too. Is like you always kind of want to now maybe like pat. And we have like this week we spent uh, time you know doing small patches and stuff. But even after you finish, you kind of look at it again. You're like, I could just change this and just change this, and you're just like, oh my god, it never really has that. Full feeling of closure, but yeah. yeah, you you could if you wanted to, you could. It could never end. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, know. so many dance moves that we can add to the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, that would be one thing I'd put in more of yeah. dance moves, and then if it if it really goes to make on a lot of money eventually. Yeah. I think it would be really fun to have a, a um, mercenary king theme yeah. level level yeah. yeah Mandragora Island yeah exactly. 
with the the, the natives, yeah. yeah, exactly, and the capybaras. Oddly, most of the characters fit with all of the uh, existing patterns, like yeah, the exactly. floating boar heads could yeah. be like the skulls and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. totally doable. I've I, I've already said it to to JF too. If the game ever hits this ridiculous amount in sales, mm-hmm. like we'll make the sequel. So you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> a sequel's in the works. Yeah, depending on success, though. So might take might we take did our part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might take a couple years. Yeah. So how do you guys feel about seeing people? Uh, we we've been uh, like this week on a couple of, of streams, seeing people on Twitch and stuff like that, playing the game and experimenting with it, and seeing less awesome. plays and stuff like that. So well, the the most uh, like the first thing that uh, was hitting us was, oh, people don't know how to play this. <laughs> like they they. They were there's only like what like six moves in the game right. and they were missing half of them. Yeah. So uh, but you're, we were you're putting all this information in a patch, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. How to play a segment that that should help people. Yeah, yeah, sure. But it's, it was just fun because we were jumping on chats. Yeah. And, and there's a double jump. There's a, there's a double jump. There's an uppercut. You can because <laughs> it, it, it's funny because we've mostly been uh, demoing and showing the game live. Yeah. And with the the big uh, arcades machines that uh, Justin was talking about earlier at PAX, we had all those uh, graphics on the machines that yeah. explained how to how to play, and we were there to tell people. So it feels like it kind of uh, just uh, we just forgot about it. Like right. it, we're so used to explaining it to people. That <laughs> there's a double jump. There's an yeah, upper You can run to keep... <laughs> actually put it somewhere in the game. Yeah. In all fairness, too, there there is the manual, and I think a lot of it was intentionally left out because. I, I I think one of the feelings making the game was like so much of this seems like second nature. Like, do you really have to explain a lot of this? Yeah. Stuff? What's the first thing you test if there is a double jump? Right? right. It's surprising to me that people really got into the alchemy part of the game, but they don't know that there's leprechaun because it's <laughs> attack and up. And yeah. It's shocking to me. Yeah, and I mean. But again, that's to show that you don't know how people will take in something. Right, and. Uh, I mean, some of it too was, again, it's all pretty deliberate, but like, I, I can think back to any time, like, I've discovered something in a game. I've always had the reaction of being kind of happy that I've found out something. Yeah. And so to see people have the opposite reaction, it's like, I, I think it's just two different kind of people. Like, right. we're never going to go into the out of play section, but yeah. these people might need it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And that's the thing. It, it really kind of opens up the fact that, like, it's hard because you might make your game for a certain type of people, but then the other type of people will maybe be completely turned off. We we had we had a great stream with uh, a, a dude called uh, Awesome Nick ninety four. Yep, yeah, I think his name that, is uh, well. No, I won't say his real name. <laughs> no, <laughs> Nick. He lives oh, that. Really? Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, it was great because he uh, he was really into one hundred percent thing the game. Is that a, is that a way to say it? Yeah. Um, and we just, like, the whole company jumped into the chat and started yelling at him and really distracting him. Yeah. And it was amazing. But we also kind of told him the secrets in the game because there are some uh, secret levels to unlock and a, a real ending to unlock at some point. Mm-hmm. And it was... Well, we actually it was... helped him with the evil ending. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it's the long it's not... way ending, right? Well, it's the longest to achieve, but it's the farthest from reality. Oh, yes. some, some would prefer that ending too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, no, it, it was cool. awesome. It's a nice twist on the whole story. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, we jumped in a chat and we helped him out with the because it's kind of convoluted to to reach that point, right? 
But yeah. I, I saw some people getting 100% on, like, on Twitter and in trophies and all that without our help. And there's no FAQs or anything in, on the web. I have no idea, idea how they did it. Champions. Maybe Reddit. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe, maybe someone on Reddit. Future. Oh, maybe. Maybe uh, it's you from the future. Maybe it's just us in secret playing, like, mm-hmm. we can be done. Yeah, yeah, no, I can assure you I won't 100% of that game. <laughs> I've, I, yeah, I've, I've, are you did, we did pretty good on stream. We streamed the game uh, yeah, when yeah, the game sure, released. I mean, I played it uh, for myself at, at yeah. home uh, yeah. this week and Jesus fucking. Oh, sorry. by yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating that this, this Nick guy was just owning the game and by himself. By himself? Oh, he yeah. was really agile. He yeah. pulled off some amazing uh, jump kick moves. And, yeah. He did, he did. I noticed that he didn't use the, the uppercut. Yeah. Not once? Not once. So oh, maybe man. he doesn't know about it. So I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, maybe for, by now he knows about it, but. But it's, 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 sure a, we... it's a move that you, you can't move while you're doing it. And he's, it was really like mobile around the screen. Oh, yeah, he was a ninja. Cause he was doing, he was basically jumping, kicking, and then double jumping. Right. Yeah. So he, he was, was just jumping around, flying around the screen the yeah, whole time. Yeah. I've seen, uh, we saw it with our tester too. Uh, shout out to Olivier Bourque. You and your shout outs. <laughs> he would, uh, if you, shout out! if you, if you kick right as you like leave the ground for the time that you're in the air, you can do like another kick. Yeah. So it's like some people really master the, the amount of kicks the that you can kick. do. I think you can, you can maybe pull off a third. Oh, three for sure. Oh, yeah, I've yeah, done yeah. it plenty, but I think you might be able to squeeze four quad. Yeah. Oh, cool. quad kick. Yeah. But it, 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 that you have to be like really. Some Jackie Chan level yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But the tree is is really feasible. Stefan, I you had something you had to share with us, like great tweets about the games, or because <laughs> <laughs> we 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 had some great tweets about the game. Uh, a fan of our biggest people, fan, one of our biggest fans. So uh, yeah. can, you, can you read? He us? went he went all uh, out of his way to uh, make sure to attend all. The stream of curses and chaos yeah. and comment on everything. Them. Everything we tweet is there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he played all our games because yeah. he was referencing them. Uh, yeah, he, he knew the uh, the cross references from like Wizard to curses. Yeah, well, he had them wrong a bit, but still, the best tweet uh, I think for myself was um, curses and chaos upon you at tribute games, and then uh, within parentheses. Tree butt. <laughs> Ungames. <laughs> Ungames. For making such painful games as Mercenary, wi- Mercenary Wimps and Wizmorb. <laughs> so. So we congratulate that guy for his writing oh, job yeah. at Mad Magazine. Uh, <laughs> wonderful. Hey, he keeps, he keeps hoping we make a game that's easy enough for him. Maybe yeah. someday. Maybe. Well, you know, if I can get through a couple of levels of Curse and Chaos, everyone can, because I'm terrible. So. <laughs> I like though that he had this weird theory about like Cyrus Chris is becoming the, the evil wizard king, the evil wizard king from Curse and Chaos, and he's so close. Yeah, but he's pretty close. But it's much simpler than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if he had bothered reading the comic, he'd yeah, because in yeah. the comic we we revealed that Cyrus is uh, Allison's yeah. father, right? Or a friendly alchemist yes. from Curses and Chaos. Yes, but uh, so now, Don, uh, we're all making another game right now. Right. And, Co- uh, codename Space Pirates. Codename Space Pirates. Now that you've seen a, a game come out and how it happened with the publicity and the reception, and is that on your mind right now as you make the game? Do yeah. you think about stuff to maybe not exactly uh, changing out the game? Is no, no, it's, I mean, I'll never sleep again. Yeah. <laughs> 
but <laughs> I, I know what that's like. It's yes. only micro naps from now on. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, if I'm lucky, yeah. I mean, it it puts a lot of stuff in, on my mind, of course, especially on the marketing side, mm-hmm. but also on like what the game can do to attract more people to it. Maybe have a a spin or have a thing that might attract the uh, the streamers and the YouTubers and the people on Twitch or YouTube gaming or whatever to maybe have a kind of a longer coverage too because some people might just release an article saying that Curses and Chaos is out but then they don't have anything else to say. Actually, Destructoid had, had a really nice thing to say about oh, nice. Curses where they said that the dance move was pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking a lot about how to attract more people to it. I think that's also kind of why I was hired here because I'm more aware of what's uh, going on in the indie games more than retro games. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can bring some like some stuff like Spelunky's Daily Run or uh, other features like that that are more long tail and more interesting for um, for videos and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, marketing we need to figure out a way to um, make make better trailers, make better yeah. banners, yeah. and uh, get more cross promotion and all that bullshit. But uh, we can figure it out. Yeah. Uh, you had a couple of questions for us. Uh, right. Uh, like a lightning round. Lightning round yeah, questions. As we, we leave this, uh, the, the main subject. <laughs> Are you going to insert that a lightning talking? effect? Maybe. All right. I think, I think Steph's was, was pretty it. good. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's the best game you were playing from last year you forgot to finish? From uh, Jeremy Lamont. Uh, Lamulana. I'm going to get back on that horse. You'll never finish it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard. It's impossible. Yeah, I don't know. I usually finish my games. Yeah, you you're pretty insane in that. You yeah. even like 100% all the games. Even no, the no, secret no, no, stuff no. and ah, come on. You finish like Escape Goat like in all the possible ways that you could finish it and yeah, some of them. Now yeah, okay. The, the, I go I go I go far enough into the completion, but I'm not crazy. Okay. I barely play any game. That's a problem. I still haven't finished Shovel Knight, but I'm. Have you have you finished Zelda on 3DS? Of course I did. Okay. Of course. So I did. you're good. Yes. You finished the one game you played in 2014. <laughs> yeah. No, I played Shovel Knight as well. No, okay. was it? No, it was in 2015. No, oh, okay. So no, that you were right. You were right. So you 100 percent all your your games. Uh, in 2014, I know. Chariot. Chariot. I'll never finish that game. It's it's really good, but it's so so long well, and hard. I started playing it with my girlfriend, but then uh, she. Uh, she kind of got pissed at me because <laughs> I, I really wanted to grab all those gems. Oh, uh, grab she, the optional stuff? Yeah, she didn't care mm. for it, so we just yeah. stopped playing. I think that's why we stopped playing, me and my friend, also, because yeah. we were if just hoping to get it. it. We should, uh, yeah. I think we just discovered something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mine would be Alien Isolation because I, I, my brain doesn't want me to keep playing that game. Yeah, I bought it, but um, I, I think I'll wait. To play it because my computer is too shit. All oh, right, but it's it's uh it's really good. It's just my brain doesn't want me to be scared shitless, <laughs> so so I never think about playing. It's it. probably what will happen to me. Yeah, I, I could never finish any Resident Evil because of that. So all right, uh, what books or artists inspired Curses and Chaos Environments? Jesus. I think that's solely Seth. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if there was anything like directly influencing me but sure there was a lot of stuff right i was looking at and, and things like that but i don't know someone was was telling you that the last the boss room was inspired by akira akira but you said it wasn't because the no, boss I, is kind of sitting on a yeah, throne he was and just he's talking about the the evil king because yeah. he, he kind of looks 
Jaden on, on his throne. And yeah, and, like, and he's dressed with, like, with, with red. Yeah. And so it might well, look something similar. As, as you get to the castle, there's sort of a, there's an Iron Maiden-ish thing hanging around. To me, that's really Mignola-esque. Yeah, that's Hellboy. Hellboy. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, Hellboy, which is in your art anyways. Yeah, that's a, that's a life inspiration. Yes. Wasn't solely for <laughs> churches and chaos. Yeah. How about this? Do you have a favorite background? Um, we can go across the board with that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, strangely enough, I think the first one hmm. is still. Yeah. It's really, really good. Within my favorites, like uh, after seeing all of them plenty. I think the, the fact that the boss comes out of the lamp is is especially genius because mm. it's there the whole time. It's just waving around. Like a genius itself. Mm. That's, oh, that, that's, yeah, that's yeah. a Sorry. French joke. Mm. Yes. For all you three pe French people listening. Sorry, Anglophones. <laughs> I let you down. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was, a there was something like that in pretty much every level. Right. Like there's a, the bus tend to come out from stuff that were there the whole time. Mm -hmm. There are some, uh, some environments that I would have liked to, uh, to have the buses in the backgrounds, mm. but we, right. uh, We had to skip that. I get I get pissed at the chimera all the time because I forget that it just pops out and just hits you right away. It's like, it's a good intro. It's like, and and then I really like the like the the city and market one. Yeah, yeah. I think you you made a really cool city that feels how do you say that like on the border of the sea. There's a word for that. Like um, a port town? Like you like have a port town, but you don't see much around like a couple houses, but it really feels like a port town. Uh, I really uh, like the Greyfield, the cemetery, because oh. I feel that uh, a cemetery background, there's a lot of rich elements that you, elements that you could put in there, but it could also be super cluttered and be too full of... There's a crazy angel statue, there's a whole bunch of tombstones, and blah, right. blah, blah. But, I feel like there are just a lot of different stuff, and the way it's colored, it just makes it in three dimension, and it makes it readable, and it, it pops, and it's not your usual spooky cemetery colors. Right. You know, it, it would seem it, it, there, there are my usual cemetery <laughs> colors, because <laughs> yes. my girlfriend made me notice I... I, I, it's almost the same palette as uh, the cemetery in the in the Scott Pilgrim game, oh. which I also huh. nice. But nice. It, it wasn't a voluntary thing; right. it just happened. Maybe you just have cemetery colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think you know, so. Those filmmakers have motifs. Yeah, yeah. Have I have my cemetery palette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, possible. I, I especially love the names of the levels that Yannick came up with. Thank you very much. I, I mean, Grimmelcore is just a fantastic yeah, it's name. Good. Yeah. It's it's really too bad that uh, some of them had to be chopped down or really simplified. Oh, and, and the number of, the, of letters. Uh, yeah, yeah, just the amount of letters that were available, because you had some some pretty nice thing going yeah, on. Yeah, because the first level is meant to be Forest of the Lost Souls or something. I had something with lamp. It was too long, but there was either lamp or lantern in it. What's your favorite title? Uh, level title. That's I'm, not in the game. That's not in the game. I don't. I don't remember. <laughs> That's in the game. Not in the game. Um, I was pretty happy with myself with Greyfield and uh, Hope's End. Mm. Nice. And uh, what's the what's the name of the enemy you just named in Space Pirate that I love? Uh, <laughs> the worm. <laughs> the, 
there's a worm character, a flying worm character in Space Pirate, and I called him, uh, I, I, one of the names I suggested for him is uh, Werner Wormzog. <laughs> That's amazing. Anyway, I'm glad we have Yannick on the team. Yeah. All right, uh, does Tribute want to make board games? No, they don't make any money. Favorite unpopular <laughs> games console? Uh, Unpop- I would love to draw them for board games, though. Of course, but it's it's a mess. Like it's yeah, There's so it's, much distribution, physical copy know, stuff. and but, yeah. Maybe we can make one for the virtual tabletop. Oh, thing. we should do that, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. All right. Favorite unpopular games console? Um, unpopular. Unpopular mm, games I like console. my Neo Geo Pocket. <sighs> Why? <laughs> um, I mean, the fighting games on that are just... But the simplicity of the price is where you live. Yeah, that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's your jam. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That, it, 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 I mean, if I could make a Neo Geo Pocket game, I would. Mm-hmm. The sprites are just perfect. The yeah. screen size, the resolution, and everything else that goes with it, the color limitations. And yet, right. like some of the fighting games, the Capcom vs. Street Fighter is... Maybe one of my favorite fighting games of all time. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, Neo Joe Pocket for me. Right. That's pretty much what you were aiming, aiming for yeah. with Curses and Chaos until yeah. I barged in and, well, you and just no, 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 put no. in all the colors. Put no, no. all those shitty colors. Over no, no, all no, over you it. kept it to 60 <laughs> per, uh, per background. That's a feat in itself. No, it's close, uh, very, very close to Neo Joe Pocket. Is uh is the Dreamcast in an unpo- unpopular games console? Because it didn't sell, but then it became. Like it's a cult, cult yeah. thing. I, I'd count it. I I would go with the Dreamcast. There's so many like good four player games and and, and Soul Calibur, Tamagotchi, Tamagotchi, yeah, Anamana It's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, that was great. The VMU, I, I didn't care much for, except <gasps> except in the tennis game uh, where you can see the the ball yeah. bouncing it. But yeah, uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, I I would really love to uh, to try it again. Like I, I remember just seeing uh, seeing one in, in a like a demo yeah. at my uh, local video store, and that's the only time I've yeah. I've tried anything on it. I so. did that on at Club Price, but I think we should do a, um, a Virtual Boy emulator on Oculus Rift when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really put the power of that machine. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Nick? Was the Sega CD unpopular? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yep. I remember that was the uh, richest kid in the neighborhood system. Shit. Uh. That and the 32X. Yeah, I I remember. Uh, I just have good memories, and but uh, but I have not played those games in years of those dumb VMU? full motion video games. Oh, yeah. right. FMV game. FMV, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sewer Shark. That creepy game where you're seeing ladies in their uh, underwear in a, in a house. <laughs> Featuring uh, the oh, uh, night uh, night tra- intruder like so, so something night trap night trap yeah what a great name yeah. <laughs> uh, should have gotten Johan uh, on this segment yeah all right well, well, he's a, yeah Johan knows all the crappy systems <laughs> he's got them all yeah <laughs> so yeah and there's there's something so something counterproductive video game wise as <laughs> yep. full motion video but yeah the fact that it existed and that. People really tried for it. Like I remember, there were those create your own videos. Oh, CNC Music Factory. Yeah, yeah but there was one with Garth Brooks. There was one with Mark Wahlberg, right? Yes, yes, yeah. with Marky Mark. So uh, the fact that those games exist, like, like what what will 
unshackle your imagination and your creativity <laughs> playing Mario Paint or doing a Marky Mark video on this thing as TV. <laughs> terrible. But the fact that it exists, it's the it's way... It's beautiful. The, the, the admirable, the dumb ways that video games try to branch out in the 90s sometimes are... I think they're beautiful. And wasn't, like, the video already, like, cropped down to, like, a very small... Oh, the resolution of the videos <laughs> was been. just horrible. It was like a terrible, like, real player. Circa even even in mist it was like it was like a, a still image and a video that was like a hundred pixels by sixty pixels <laughs> really noisy <laughs> of a thing that moves it was like oh my god it's video uh, yeah. real people it's amazing <laughs> yes. moving on <laughs> well, I, I think we'll move on uh, to the end as fun, as much fun as we're having because uh, uh, well, what's uh, but what's next questions? after after curses and chaos what's that well. Uh, uh, Space Pirate is what is next after Curses and Chaos. But I think we'll end this episode for now, and uh, we'll come back uh, pretty soon. So, uh, guys, uh, where can we find your uh, work or yourself on the internet this week? Uh, Dom2D on everything. Twitter, okay. Tumblr, whatever. Oh, and, and check out uh, Terminus on uh, itch, itch.io. There's a little oh, game called Terminus yeah. <laughs> that we did uh, during the game jam. It's, uh, it's based on the movie Speed. Which uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen, so we really wanted to push its popularity with a game based on that. It's with yeah. uh, small actors called Ken Reeves and yeah. Sandra Bullock. The late yeah. great uh, Dennis Hopper. And yes. yeah, we will make an episode about the game jam soon. Okay. And uh, Justin, where can we find you on the internet? Always Justin underscore Sear. And uh, that's it. That's it. Well, JGS Boutin. Oh, but I, I forgot. Right before we we end, uh, Justin, you have something to say. You might not be as much on the podcast in the future. Huh. Well, why yeah. is that? I'm bowing out. You're bowing out. Bye. Well, maybe for some people who would be interested, you know, you are entering back into the wonderful world of freelance. You're Indeed leaving tribute. I am. Yes. Yes. Of my own volition, I'm leaving, <laughs> and I'm gonna re-enter yeah. that world. Yeah. You you finished a great project called Curses and Chaos, mm -hmm. which people might find on Steam and PS4 and Vita. Yes. And now and you're moving on to uh, you, other pastures. You pushed your child on the bus, and yep. now you will leave <laughs> 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 to another city. Yes. <laughs> oh, I, I, I set up that bus stuff just for that at the end. But uh, yeah, so, so uh, you, you will be uh, missed in the office, but you're not going in another no. town, so we'll see you no. again. And we might work together again. Oh, totally. And we'll, I think we'll have you on uh, the podcast again, because now you will be our correspondent into the exciting <laughs> world of freelance. Yeah. And I think that talking about how it is to work as a freelance artist in video games would be interesting to our uh, listeners at home. So we yeah. will have you back on to talk about that. If uh, if anything concretizes, uh, how do you even say that if in English? If anything forms or happens. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be the first to know. Yeah, yeah. and also, but just again, how can we reach you on the internet? Oh yeah, it's uh, Justin underscore Seer. Yeah, so the... seek him out if you want to hire him for to do a pixel art and stuff. Because you're going back in not as a uh, because you did a lot of stuff on Gears and Chaos. You did sound, you mm -hmm. did uh, game, game design, design also. But you are going back in mostly as an artist. Yeah, animation is my jam. So yeah, right. So, nice. hire so him to, uh, an animate stuff? 
I'd like I'd like Justin to say the last sauce of this episode yes. as a, a and uh, uh, and a, a goodbye to the yes. to the world Burger. of tribute. Oh, maybe that. <laughs> oh yeah, okay. But, but yeah, we'll let you we'll let you pick your own sign but, off. Yes, but before we end, uh, you can follow me at Enigmazel. You can right. follow the company at Tribute Games, TributeGames.com. You can buy Curses and Chaos on a multitude of platforms. Ten dollars. Ten dollars on PS4, PS Vita. Steam cross by, cross by. It's cross by. Uh, it's on Steam and PC. It is not out yet in the European markets, but that will change soon. We will uh, uh, announce dates soon, as soon as we have them. Yeah. That in mind, uh, I'm leaving the sign of word to Justin. Right Let's here. all give a, uh, a hearty uh, hamburger. Hamburger. hamburger!